We can't stop and we won't stop. Yo, what's up? CNS here. Your one and only source into the randomness of teenage life. We can't stop talking and you won't be able to stop listening. Hi, everyone. Hi, guys. How are you? For today's podcast, we are going to be doing something very different. You probably think we ran out of ideas. Might probably be the case. Not true. (laughs) Not true. But we're going to be spontaneous. Yes, we will be telling a story. Or better than that, we will be creating a story live for you guys. Um, We don't know the prompts. We don't know the plot. We don't know the climax. We don't know anything. So we will just be creating and collaborating together and we'll see where the, this leads us. So yeah, we're just going to be making it up on the spot. C is going to start. I'll continue. We hope you enjoy. We have no idea how it's going to turn out. Maybe it turns out really bad, but just listen because we love you. Okay. <laughs> C, go ahead. Um. Okay. So once upon a time. Oh God, I'm scared already. <laughs> there was a girl called... Mary, and she was the only girl in a family of seven brothers so she had six siblings all of them boys all of them her brothers and she lost her mother really young when she was just three years old her mom died because of cancer and she was left to the care of her older brothers and her father he had to work really really hard but one day um one day her father used to be a a marine (laughs) and this was back in Please continue us. Tell us what happened to wait, her Wait, let father. me give more context. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, so Mary, um, she she was very fond of her brother. She was very grateful for them for having taken care of her. And this was back in about like the 1980s in the United States in a small town in Maryland. Mary, Maryland, anyways. And um, her father was a Marine a marine military? How do you say like a person? Yeah, a marine. Anyways. From the Navy. Yeah, in the Navy. He was in the Navy. Naval officer. A naval officer. Yes, exactly. And, yes. And he had been doing that for ever since Mary was born, pretty much. And one day there was an accident. There was a thunderstorm. <gasps> Don't do this. <laughs> Don't was, do this There was a thunderstorm and um, her father died. And so she was left. All of them were left orphans. They had no, 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 no parents. But Mary was the second in charge because she had an older brother. And she, at this time, she is sixteen, and the older brother is nineteen. Okay. So she's sixteen, and her older brother is nineteen, and she has five younger siblings to take care. And actually. She is put in the pedestal in the she has the role of being the mother for being a mother for them. Well, but it really doesn't make sense. Okay, so sorry. Um her mother didn't die when she was three. Her mother actually died 
after her last brother was born. Oh, yeah, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> because S messed up, but okay, we fixed it. And Mary, she she is put in this role of being the mother of the family. But again, she's only 16. She has to be a role model for them. And she also has to help to educate, right, her younger siblings not to become bad people and to make sure they are on the right track. And her older brother is very successful because when he was just 19, he he was able to create a business. So he was an entrepreneur with only 19 years old. And I would say this was pretty much very lucky of his part, but you know, money wasn't the problem. They were able to live fine. And they also had the, the money left from their parents. So everything was fine in the economic situation, Sinri. But the psychological and mental health was obviously very hard. And they struggled with this. And Mary... Okay, so even though economically they were okay, Mary was an overthinker. She always wanted to prevent things from happening, which is why she worked so hard. Um, at the time, she was she wanted to become a doctor, so she was studying really hard in school. She was focusing on that and on the top taking care of her younger siblings. And she also worked as um, a waitress in a restaurant to have that extra money because she didn't want the university payment to be a burden on her brother, who at the time was her older brother, whose name was Jack. He was giving all the financial um, for the family. And um, her younger siblings, they were like about like 10, some, and like, I don't know, maybe 14. And they were all children. And they couldn't be left alone, you know? They were orphans. So they had to file for their brother to um, legally adopt them so that they weren't just orphans who left like alone. And they wouldn't be put in the um, like adopt adoption system. Foster right? care. Yeah, in the foster care. So um, yes, and then Mary started working as a waitress full time because she was very very worried about the college expenses, and her boss was actually a guy who was also sixteen because his dad was the owner of the restaurant. Okay. Now that we know her job, we can jump into the plot, into the main focus of the story. And during this day, it was April 22nd, Earth Day. And Mary, she went to school, of course, and then she went directly to the restaurant so she could cover her shift. And that day she had a math test and then she had to study for AP Bio it was really stressful, but she was happy because on Friday she would go to a soccer game and she would be with her friends and everything was right at home. So she, she was happy. It was just a normal day. And she arrived at the restaurant. She put her materials away. She changed her clothes. And she began serving. And two hours passed by, two hours more to complete her shift. When she went to the to the back, because she had to replace the ketchup and mustard on the tables. 
and everything seemed fine. She was alone. She opened the door, got the bottles, started replacing them. When she suddenly hears a very strange noise in the back. And, well, she she looks back. Of course, she she thinks about checking what it what it hap- what it is because she thinks it's one of her co-workers there are many people in the restaurants it's full house so nothing really scary then mary goes to the door um she checks what it was nothing but again she didn't suspect anything happened she continued doing her job and she closed the bottles and went back to the door. But when she closed the storage room, she hears another noise, but louder. Like someone, something crashing on the floor. And she obviously opens the door really quickly to see the ketchup bottle opened on the floor with ketchup all over the place this is so scary this is scaring me okay okay wait please don't ruin this for i don't know how to continue okay okay so mary felt very nervous after that she was a person who got scared really easily um she didn't really know what to do she couldn't stop right there. Her boss called her, told her to continue working. She didn't really have an option. And as we all know, she is an overthinker. So she thought about all the possibilities that it could have been. What was it? Was it a ghost? Was it the wind? Was it the air conditioner? What? What? What's happening? Um, she wasn't really sure. She continued for two hours with a million ideas going through her head, with a million thoughts, with a million theories. Was she going crazy? Was it her imagination? Did it actually happen? After two hours of this constant repeating cycle, she went home. She had to walk um, on five blocks, during five blocks to get home in the dark, and it was already 8 p.m. Um, she started walking. It was her usual walk. She walked through it every day, nothing out of the usual. Um, once again, a million thoughts in her head. She was thinking she had to study for a test, and she was already getting distracted, trying to not think about the incident back in the restaurant. It was a really dark and cold night and she started feeling some droplets um, on her face so it was raining and it was it was at first it was okay she liked the rain she thought it was soothing and everything was okay until she started hearing footsteps behind her but this was a very empty street no one really walks through there it was a one-way street for her house so she didn't really know was she being followed or or was it just someone going by and she was too scared to turn around so she just continued walking forward mary felt like she was being followed she could feel someone looking at her and every step she took she looked back to see who it was but nothing was on her side there was just her the street the car and the light 
she, of course, increased her pace so she could get home um, quicker and faster. And she was only five minutes away. So she, she got home and she unlocked the door. And the first thing that she normally does and what was to call her brothers to see if they were fine, if they have arrived home um, neatly and if they were they did their homework, if they ate everything responsible stuff, whatever. And she called John, which was one of her younger brothers. And he didn't answer her, which was really strange because he's usually the first to run towards the door. And she started calling one by one and nothing. The house was empty. It was a Thursday night and the house was empty, not late. So they couldn't be sleeping. And where could have, where could they been? Jack was not at home either. But this wasn't strange as he was the older brother. He could have just went to the store. He could be at some dates or running some errands. But the younger ones depended on them and they were not there. The doors from the second floor started shutting and the wind was blowing really hard. It was entering from the window. So Emily naturally, she just started running very quickly and very fast toward each window and shutting one by one to make sure that the house was safe. Also from the rain, it might increase. There was thunder, there was lightning and the phone rang. Oh my god, um, <laughs> I'm so scared right now and I'm telling this story. <laughs> okay. She heard the sound of the phone ring and her heart stopped. She knew she was alone. She knew that there was no one there. And even though she didn't really know why, she had to do something. She had no way to contact anyone and how, who was calling her? Slowly, she got up, she walked through the hallways, through the phone on the kitchen, and she got the phone, she put it to her ear, and she could just hear breathing. Someone was breathing onto the phone, and not a word was said. Expectantly, she said, hello, and no one answered. Who was calling her? She got scared. She didn't really know what to do. She closed the phone and ran. She opened her door's house and she ran through the streets because she had no idea where to go and she was lost. Um, she went to the closest house, which belonged to her very old neighbor, but no one answered the door. It, it was okay because he was old, so he was probably out doing something or sleeping. And she stopped for a moment in the streets, raining. The, the rain was had worsened. And she 
calmed herself down. She thought it must be something from her head. She was tired. She was stressed. And she decided to return home. Once she gets, she opens the front door again. No one inside. But she sees some water droplets in the kitchen floor. Which wasn't there when she left. And it didn't belong to her. Because she made sure she was dry before entering the house. And then the phone rang again. She went to pick up because everything was really strange. And she was worried about her brothers. There was no way she could contact them. Because her phone had broken one week ago. And it was being fixed. So she gets the phone. The same breathing as before but now she hears the word honey and she recognizes the sound of that voice it was familiar to her and she once again said hello but no one answered and there was some crashing sounds something really strange really weird The wind continued to blow and it seems like the person on the other side of the call was in the middle of a storm or somewhere that she didn't know, somewhere other than earth. And she she just stayed there listening, but then she had to, to turn it off because she couldn't bear the sound of it anymore. And again, the door from the second floor closed, but she didn't understand how, as all of them had closed before. So someone had to open it before it closed once again. And the wind stopped entering the house. There was no current passing through it. So she didn't understand what happened. She went up and it was the bathroom door. When she looks at the mirror, there is the word honey, spelled with toothpaste. There was only one person that ever called Mary honey. And she didn't want to believe it. I mean, he was dead, wasn't he? There was no way this was actually happening. The thoughts ran through her head, through her mind, and she didn't know what to do. She genuinely thought she was going crazy because there was absolutely no way her dad is calling her. Confused, exhausted with her mind, overworked, tired from work, tired from school, tired of everything, she had no reaction to it. She didn't know what to do. What if it was him? What is she supposed to be doing right now? Scared, she went to her room. She opened the first drawer, got the key, ran downstairs, opened the door with a key, a closed door, and grabbed her father's belongings. There, she got his little toolbox, opened it, and 
got his work jacket. And she hoped to find something in it, but it was empty. And she could just hug the jacket for as long as she could. She missed him so much and it hurt. It, the pain was almost unbearable and she fell to the floor and stayed a couple of minutes just missing him. And she decided to organize his stuff. It usually stayed locked in that room because it was, it was too painful to actually look at them. And she started opening his workbooks and notebooks when she suddenly and unexpectedly found a map. She couldn't recall if she have, had ever seen it. Um, it was the first time. And the map simply had a golden color to it. It's hard to explain but it's almost as the map spoke for itself. And behind these map, this map, which consisted basically in her city's map, there was a message written on it. Behind the map were some coordinates. She wasn't really sure what they were or where they were leading. But she knew she had to go there. Was her dad trying to communicate with her? Was What was this? What was happening? Even though she wanted to go, she knew she had to know if her brothers were okay. She closed everything, locked it away, grabbed the map, got some supplies, and got ready to walk out the door. Walking through the door, she realized that um, she heard a noise behind the door. She opened it to find her youngest siblings, only seven years old, staring at her. And when she called, when she called their names and said them out loud, they fell to the floor. All of them at the same time fell. Now it was a matter of urgency. She called 911. No one answered. No one. She called it again. Again. No one answered. She was desperate. She started driving. She got her brother's car and drove to the hospital. No one. She was alone in Maryland. Mary was alone in Maryland. She got the car and followed the coordinates in her father's map. You're wondering what it was, and it was literally Walmart's parking lot. What was she doing in Walmart's parking lot? And the spot that she parked had a parking sign. And when she looked closely at it, you can see that with white paint, it was spelled the words honey. And 
She hugged the parking sign and she could feel the breathing. And she could hear the same sound of the phone. And suddenly, Mary was the parking sign. I don't know what that was, but I really do hope you guys enjoyed it. It started off as such an easy like vibe, and then it turned out so creepy, and I was so scared. I'm sorry for that. And then, and then the end. <laughs> I like she, she, she is a parking sign. That's the ending. You know, she just turned into the parking. No, sign. but but still, our listeners don't know why she turned. Yeah, there's into still more to the story. I mean, we don't know either, but we we can tell. Where you. is her father? Is he really dead? Where are her brothers? They are literally, remember, they are on the floor and she is alone in the city so of Maryland. So m- some things are still very open, unclear. Open to interpretation. Undeter- open for interpretation. We would love to continue the story anytime if you guys really enjoyed it. Please tell us so. We can know what to do if you want other plots and other crazy stories if you have any suggestions. Yeah, guys, I think this is going to be it for this episode. To finalize, we want we haven't really chosen a quote, but this whole um, episode was about being creative. And that's what we want to incentive you guys to be, to continue being creative, to do what you like, to be yourself. And just remember that your, your hard work is going to be paid off always. And we love all of you guys. We hope you guys enjoyed it. Don't forget to go follow us on Instagram and share this episode and tell your friends and family about it and let us know if other topics that you want us to talk about. Yes, it is important that you guys take a time off from the daily burden of life. Sometimes things can seem to be gray and dull and very ordinary but just you know add some colors to your day stop to think about yourself reflect on what you like doing and stimulate your creativity always because it's always a nice thing to do and it brings you peace and it's really relaxing and re-energizing so that's it as i said have a nice week we see you next week And we hope you enjoyed it. Bye. Bye.